Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I'm very excited about the unfolding of what's going to happen. It feels exciting and I want to know. And there's a part of me that's like, tell me now. I just want to know everything now. And then there's this other part of me that's like, well, actually, discovering it along the way could be quite nice. Mm-hmm. But I'm not very good at the discovering along the way. I want to know everything all the time. And I don't know if it's my relationship to time or if it's just my, re- like, and my impatience or if it's just like my incessant need to know everything that, that drives it. But then I know what that's like because, sorry, I'm just kind of like babbling. But no, it's okay. I really think it's all of the above, what you mentioned. Yeah. But- it's like, tell me the ending of the movie just yeah. as I'm sitting down to watch it. Yeah. So I know I can get comfortable and I don't have the anxiety of having to go along with all the twists and turns. Yes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, being me and be having, you know, a, a work wife who's effectively a psychic... I could technically have that, right? But actually, the information that I get, it's not like I trust it. It's not like you tell me this is going to happen. I'm like, okay, it'll happen. And sometimes it doesn't. No, and sometimes you would get it and it's accurate and you still hate it. Yeah. And it makes you angry. And all it did was just give you anxiety. Exactly. And then make you resent me a little bit. Exactly. So it doesn't work anyway. (laughs) No. You know, and even actually yesterday, the conversation we were having where, you know, I remember asking you, or you actually just offering the information at the time. I can't remember. What? No, you asked. I probably asked. <laughs> you um, asked. <laughs> about you, I remember you, like, you telling me that June and July were going to be really sweet months of mm-hmm. 2020. Yes. And they were, one might call it the horror show of horror shows of 2020 was my June and July, okay. emotionally. Just going to argue that that's somewhat dramatic, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am somewhat dramatic. But I honor your feelings, Rhea. So yes, run with that. <laughs> Thanks. I am somewhat dramatic. But um, but yeah, and so when obviously it happened and it was very painful, very hard. Listen, nowhere near as hard as before I started this journey. Exactly. But it was definitely <laughs> what was very difficult for me was knowing there could be so much more, yeah. but feeling like I felt before I even started finding myself. It was a very strange thing where I almost went back in time and revisited who I was, but remembering who I had become. Very much like Dickens' A Christmas Carol or all the other versions of the ghosts of Christmas past, present, future, right? Where especially over summer 2020, we were given that gift, if you will, (laughs) the not so sweet gift, the, the bittersweet gift as you might describe it of being able to look at the past, holding it, almost experiencing it as if we were reliving it, but not quite, but feeling all the feels that went along with that experience, Mm. yet also knowing that, wait, this is all kind of different. Yes. Yeah. And it 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 creates such a dissonance that it's, it's a disturbance. Me having to have to go through that again made me... And it wasn't because there was some kind of a horrific breakup or a horrific No, cut. there was really nothing, no major trigger, right? Nothing had changed. And I think mm-hmm. that's really important to say all the people that I started 2020 with, I finished 2020 with. Mm-hmm. It was a purely perception thing. Yes. And I think that was the other lesson that came out very clearly from it. Mm-hmm. One is that in a way it was a gift yeah. that didn't feel like a gift. Um, <laughs> and it, it wasn't sweet. <laughs> and it was not sweet and it was horrific. But it allowed me to... Be me then. Yeah. 
if that makes sense. Yes, very much. Like go back in time, sit very in my much. body then and, mm-hmm. uh, and do what needed to happen. Yes. And the second thing it taught me was that fucking hell, perspective changes everything. Everything. Wow. Because I wasn't in a place to see it any other way. It really reinforced the work for me because perspective does change everything. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that changes perspective is us. Our life experience really does begin and end with us. Yeah, what you were going through was also a hint to me that there was something there to be learned. You weren't going to go through that just for the hell of it. Nobody chooses that stuff just for the hell of it. And let me tell you, and the reason for this episode and why we're talking about time is that it's not finished yet. Let's kind of recap a little bit. Mm -hmm. In season two, we talked about time. We all have a strange relationship with time. Some more than others, right? Some more than others. <laughs> but, you know, time in 3D was very much the ticking clock. Very much. We're running out of time. Uh, we live on time. We have alarm clocks set. We have to be somewhere by a specific time. School starts at a certain hour. Work starts at a certain hour. Everything's scheduled. At the certain times of your life, you have to be in certain places. There's a time mm-hmm. in your life to go to university. There's a time in your life to get married. There's a time in your life to do your job. There's a time in your life to do all those different things. Yeah, to retire or... Mm-hmm. And you're also ruled by the biological clock, right? Exactly. My body says it's time to do all of these things. I'm yes. scared of regretting jumping on opportunities when they come in case they go away even if they're not quite right we're out of time we could die tomorrow exactly and then the biggest one my opinion the biggest biggest one okay is our relationship to the future yeah which in my belief Mm -hmm. is where all our fears stem from it's Mm -hmm. why the ego is there it's why we get anxiety we're not scared of something happening in the moment because then it'd be happening Mm-hmm. we're scared of something happening in the future whether it's the next minute the next month the next year all yeah. the different ways yeah. in which time really kept us trapped yes or we allowed time to keep us trapped yeah. right because time itself is we and i think we said this in clock of the heart time is actually an altruistic energy mm. it's it's here to serve us and yet we did the opposite and we had to serve time mm. being human was our way of serving time it was our prison sentence And that's how we treated it, right? We were enslaved to time and the 24-hour clock. Mm. And as we saw in 2020 and lockdown, all the days started to mesh together. Hours, it didn't matter. You know, you you wake up and it was like one moment, 10 a.m. And suddenly it's 10 p.m. And you have no idea what you did between those and those 12 hours. It almost didn't matter. And, you know, you couldn't worry about time running out because... You, <laughs> you had more of it. <laughs> exactly. Yet plenty of it, right? Yeah. And even, you know, and even on the emotional level, it was just really interesting time for me, like for many of us, collapsed quite a lot. The reason why we really need to talk about it today is because we're all, as you said, you're still processing a bit that experience of time. And 2021 is very much, we are going to be, I think we're still also going to be dealing with that a little bit. And 2021 might also feel like a bit of a reverse. Interesting, go on. And not in the way where we've really gone backward, but it might feel a little bit backward, a bit like what you were talking about that happened to you over the summer in 2020, which was, why was I somehow reliving this old life of mine? Even though that wasn't my, that hadn't been my reality for quite some time, and yet I'm there. But we're different, so how can things be normal? Exactly, and that's the point. That no matter what you think 
or how familiar things are, they are literally not the same. And they therefore cannot be experienced the same, even if on the surface, the appearance is 100% the same. And so the more tuned in you are to yourself, as in the more you are aware of yourself, like you were, like this isn't right, or somehow this is not okay, it helps you maintain that perspective. Okay. Okay. And that's important to have. And I think that's why the previous episode was called Treading Water, because that's what we're going to be doing a lot in early 2021 is just sort of keeping our heads above water, just as we allow everyone, every single person, the individual level of shifting perspective on their own. Those of us who had already begun that process just need to keep maintaining that. The way we were living in in 3D, time was never integrated. No. Because it ruled. Yeah. Right? It felt like it controlled us. And as we learn to partner with time and see it for what it is, which requires a strong relationship within ourselves first before we can partner with time, then it ceases to hold and have the same energy with us. Okay, so let me ask just a simple, I guess, question, but it's obviously not. When you say, (laughs) when we see time for what it is, what do you mean? As I said earlier, it's that altruistic energy that we talked about in that episode, Clock of the Heart, the thing that brings you from one moment to the next, and those moments of joy, which is what they ultimately are, especially the moment, you know, the more tuned in we are. What we'll see is for those of us who did not adjust our relationship to time, and it's okay, it doesn't quite matter if you still have a day job and you still have to wake up by a certain time because you have to be logged in by a certain hour, etc. That's fine right? We're not all meant to be I mean, effectively, right? No, it's, it's effectively that we're, we're still, as long, as long as we're still able to be in our own rhythm with that so that we don't carry fear around time. I'm late. But if you are somebody who could use a little bit of structure, that's okay. Mm. As long as you can still be in flow and you can do that with time and still sort of have mm. a clock, right? I mean, I'm a bit of a timeless nobad in many ways, right? Because <laughs> I work myself, I set my own timings. Yeah. But I still, there are certain things I do on certain days of the week and at certain times yeah. because I like a bit of structure yeah. within my flowing. And if something were to knock it out, mm-hmm. fine, I'll deal with it. Right. But it, I prioritize yeah. it because I know it keeps me grounded. Yeah. And there's something ritualistic about what you do, mm. right? That you do certain things on certain days. That's fine. Mm. When time collapses, it could just be that it wants to bring us into now moment. Nothing ever seems to make sense. I can't seem to plan anything. I can't seem to figure anything out. All I can think about is brushing my teeth and getting through my day. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I can't make a decision that has anything to do with even 10 minutes from now. No. Oh, my gosh. Let alone a week and a half from now. No. And it can be really paralyzing if oh you're somebody who lives to plan. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it can. Or you can be so, or, or someone who's an ex-commitment phobe, like me. Because <laughs> then you're like, wait a second, have I gone back on my old old habits? Or is this okay now? Yes. You know, so, but I was very used to building flexibility into all my plans because I was always just a massive commitment vote. <laughs> so it was very, you know, in some ways I just relied on my old skills and brought them into the new age, which I guess is what you're talking about, where things look the same, yes. but are different. Yeah, very much. And so the second thing about time collapsing is that we can experience, it enables an experience of condensed learning and that sort of it creates this pressure cooker and that's what we had on the lockdown and a lot of it was fear you need to make sense of what's going on in your life you need to figure out what's not working and you need to figure out how to make it work or not and the third one and this is really what we're talking about a bit today is to get us to own our own choices and I thought that was really interesting 
human beings are classic procrastinators because they've lived with so much fear for so long that the need for security often overrides their need for happiness or joy or to get to that place of peace or bliss. People will sacrifice that just to feel safe. But I think to get there, the work that we've been doing up until this point, yes. or to get ready to be able to do that in the future, yeah. is really to at first get used to acknowledging where you're at and acknowledging what you feel and creating that safe space and going, I don't have to do anything about it, right. but let's just try and acknowledge reality first. No? We're saying the opposite now. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. But I think doing that, <laughs> yes. once you get used to, like, teach yourself to acknowledge reality. Yes. Well, here's the thing. And why this is now sort of flip-flopped okay. is the fact that there's no reality anymore. Okay. Reality is exactly what you make it to be. And time is allowing us to do that. 2021 is very much that, where we're gifted with a new relationship to time because now time is everything we have. So when time opens up energetically like this, and we're given the gift of choice as a result... That we can just follow our heart's desires, whatever they look like. Completely. Because it's like, oh, I can do this and there's no repercussions. This is nice. I can make this choice and it seems to be happening or seems to be getting me where I want to go. This is lovely. That's what that's going to be like. Oh, how nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I follow my heart and do what I know is right for me, yeah. it more than likely will work out in my favor. Exactly. And that's that. the first time we've ever had that in this world. Mm-hmm. We've been taught the other way around. Unless we sacrifice and yeah. we do stuff for other people, it won't. will be because karma's a bitch. Right. Right? Yeah. It'll come back and bite us in the ass. Yeah. So this is a really different way of looking at stuff. If I follow my heart and I act from a place of love for myself, love will come back to me. It, it can be very simple like that. Mm. But And so what we've been hammering home since season one is can you know and define what your heart's desires are Mm. well no but then how does that relate to time though i still don't understand that so we're choosing what we want we're listening to our heart's desires how does then time help in that because the more in tune we are with our heart the more in tune with time we become because time then becomes an extension of our heart matters right so all the things that matter to us in that deep loving way then tunes time to those things so that we can always operate within that spectrum of time you have lost me entirely (laughs) (laughs) but keep it in there maybe somebody will get it no no explain it explain it um is it like how when i feel like at peace and grounded in myself i see 11 11 12 12 13 13 14 14 15 15 no it's not quite that although that has been happening to me the past two days like nuts and i keep wanting to think Raya, Raya. like no, i had 18 18 yesterday everywhere. no no but i get it yeah that's and just it, synchronicity it's, it's not quite the same oh, so i think the one advice that i would give and i know people hate this word and you hate this word and um i feel like we hear it so much that we're really over it patience I know. And then I think the other, okay, perhaps a better word or more, a better received word would be resilience. Not everything's going to work out the way we think it will or should. And we could easily say, well, that was my heart's desire. I always wanted to do this. Or things were lined up in such a way that it, it was going to happen. It was so obvious. And then suddenly it didn't. And I think that's really where, you know, you were talking about, we have to be able to trust time. Yeah. And why is it an issue of time and not something else like our karmic story or some other bullshit um, holding us back? 
it's because what we're going to encounter for the first six months of 2021 is that while the energy will be ripe to be making choices, not all of those choices will be able to come to fruition because not everything is in line or in place to make that happen, to support that. When they're not quite on the timeline that we predict, it allows for so much more to come in, right? Well, Where the story gets, the way. exactly. And the story becomes richer. Mm. So our learning and our wisdom becomes more expanded. Mm. And the opportunity to take in and process all of that is even better. And that's, I guess, where time is on our side because it worked in a different way Mm -hmm. and it was all for the best and it did all happen. But it happened in a way that was so much richer, better, more palatable. And I would, I mean, I would go as far as to say that a lot of my issues Mm -hmm. when it came to my karma or to my karmic story, or to my shit, or whatever, was very much as, why hasn't it happened now? Yeah. If it's not going to happen now, it must, it must mean it's never going to happen. Yeah. I've run out of time. Yes. And in fact, I hadn't run out of time at all. And if I just let it play out, the things I thought would happen yeah. were going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you needed to be at a different stage of life, or with a, you know, or living with a different perspective. For, to enable it. Exactly. Because you can't be ready for, I mean, I'm going to go extreme here, but you know, you can come out of university. I can be the person that we were joking earlier. I'm going to be married at 25. There was no way I would have been capable of being married at 25. <laughs> I didn't understand what the or, word... or allowing that marriage to really last. Yeah. 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 So it's, it does sometimes you have to be ready for stuff for yes. whatever reason. But then can I ask you a question? Sure. Is this not dangerous to tell people what your heart's desires you'll get? You just have to give it time because maybe they won't get their heart's desires. But then they really weren't their heart's desires. Those were ego. Okay. Actually, that's quite interesting. That's a huge distinction to make is that, and that's what I was saying, or I tried to say, or I thought I was saying earlier, which is, but why isn't my heart's desires really coming to fruition? And we really have to make sure that we're really at that space of knowing and having that discernment, your favorite word, of what is it that we truly desire in this world? What is that? The more connected you are to your purpose, the clearer those heart's desires are. And also a good way of knowing to differentiate between the ego and the heart's desire is, is this someone else doing it for me? Are they, is, whatever I want, mm. will it make me feel like I am good enough? Yeah. Do I need this to validate me? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to experience this because it feels right but if I don't, if it doesn't happen, I'll still survive. Yeah. Because it's really that I feel the ego makes it life and death and the heart's desire is it will bring me joy, yeah. but something else could also. Is this going to serve me in the long term or I'm just looking for a short term gain? Okay. But when time collapses, how can you look at long term, short term? Because you know that that will bring you into a state of joy. Okay. Knowing what is our heart's desires almost really doesn't even have to come in the shape or form of anything specific. This is the feeling I want to feel. This is the experience I know I'm meant to have. Yeah. And even if on the surface, it's not going to pay me enough, really barely enough to like live. This is going to make me want to get out of bed every day. Yeah. And that's, those are two very, very different things. Because one is like kind of jumping out of bed and one is begrudgingly getting out of bed because things just aren't bad enough to stay in bed. But it gives you enough that, you know, you get to maintain that, that ego identity. Trusting time means that we need to move into a relationship to it or with ourselves that we no longer fear time. 
And that we don't, I mean, I think people felt like 2020 was such a loss of time. Oh my gosh, I lost an entire year of my life. When we really see the sweetness of time and the gift of time, whether we don't have to be grateful for it, but if we can at least acknowledge that time is such a sweet gift because it does enable us to really be purposeful about our lives and the choices we make, we can see that there is something truly divine and generous and supportive, right? As opposed to abusive and controlling and enslaving, which is how most people would see time. And so that's, and that's, and that's where we get to that sweet spot of like, wow, miracles can really happen. That's when our desires really do get to come to fruition. So I think rather than sort of fearing what time, what these experiences of time seem to mean this year, we just need to go for it. When you believe that the world is out to get you, time is out to get you too. When you can start seeing that maybe that's not the case, yeah. maybe time also isn't out to get you. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It all kind of shifts with it. It does. So time is almost an aspect of and what, that's what we say, like when you're living your purpose, when you're, and your purpose is just to be joyful and to be in love and to do whatever makes you happy and follow it, mm-hmm. not your crap or your shit or your fear or your ego or the rest of it. It's just the pure unadulterated light of you. Mm-hmm. Then everything does work in your favor because you work in your favor. Mm. And that's, everything's always going to be a mirror of that, right? Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.